brains or just vacuum it out? If you want, you can just scramble it and I'll queef it out myself. Mr. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison, you can't have an abortion. Don't you tell me what I can and can't do with my body. A woman has a right to choose. No, I mean you're physically unable to have an abortion because you can't get pregnant. But I missed my period. You can't have periods either. You had a sex change, Mr. Garrison, but you don't have ovaries or a womb. You don't produce eggs. You mean, I'll never know what it feels like to have a baby grown inside me and then scramble its brains and vacuum it out? That's right. All right. What an introduction. But I want to welcome everybody to another episode of A Couple of Hoosiers Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Kurtz. And if you did not guess it from the introduction, we're talking about abortion. We are going to be talking about uh, the leak that happened with Roe v. Wade from the Supreme Court. And I have a couple of guests with me. Now, the typical co-host is not with us today. Um, He is preoccupied. But... We have some other guests that we're going to be talking with, so let me introduce them. I'm going to start off with, uh, you guys have heard him before, Danny Kurtz. Hello, thanks for having me back on. Uh, Look forward to this conversation we're going to have. Oh, yeah. And then the next, uh, you haven't heard him yet, but yeah, there's another one of us uh, brothers in the Kurtz family, Zach Kurtz. Well, hello. This is my first time, and I'm happy to be here. Alrighty. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't heard, uh, I believe it was last week, um, the, the, uh, Supreme Court had a leak come out of their, uh, out of, uh, the Supreme Court with the decision for the, uh, Roe v. Wade overturning. Yeah. So a draft of the majority opinion which would lead to the overturning of Rover versus Wade, which I believe it's a ruling in the Dobbs case, which has to do with obviously um, a uh, abortion law that was set. I want to say it was in Louisiana, Louisiana or Texas. So anyways, the ruling or this document was leaked that's showing uh, that the conservative majority of justices are going to overturn Roe versus Wade and make it no longer um, case law, essentially striking down this overstanding uh, policy that abortion can be legal through all 50 states. Yeah. Um, So I've got this uh, article here uh, kind of explaining a little bit about uh, what's going on uh, from NPR. So we'll go ahead and take a look at this. Quality source. Quality source. Yes. The original Roe v. Wade ruling was leaked too. So apparently it also happened uh, back in 1973 when... Uh, they were originally passing Roe v. Wade. Now, I haven't heard of this before, so I uh, I was just looking this up uh, right before we decided to go ahead and uh, record this podcast, so I figured that we could kind of like go through this a little bit, 
kind of see what they're talking about. But the original leak that's going on right now um, was the first draft opinion uh, coming from the Supreme Court. I, I believe it was uh, released to Politico, and Twitter just absolutely went wild with it. Oh, yeah. And it broke out with uh, protests at the – at the at the courthouse and everything like that but we'll get into the rest of that in a bit so this article goes into saying uh the news site politico sent shockwaves across the country monday night when it published what appears to be an initial draft majority opinion written by just justice samuel alito and reportedly circulated inside the court suggesting that the u.s supreme court intends to strike down roe v wade Chief Justice John Roberts confirmed the uh, authenticity of the document in a statement on Tuesday morning, but says it does not represent the court's final position. He's also ordered the Supreme Court Marshal to investigate the leak. Okay, now, um, the biggest thing that I think, uh, because they haven't found out who's leaked the document yet. Um, There's been a lot of people speculating who did it. But uh, it it really could be either side, in my opinion, uh, from the left. If somebody from the left would have leaked the document, it's obviously to try to, as we've seen with all the protests that have been going on, it's obviously to try to, like, spark fear into the justices and try to get them to over, like, re-decide their opinion and all that. But... Another thing that it could be from the right is that, you know, they could just try to make the justices hold firm. And I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think it's hard to say that it was from the right because the right gains nothing. The conservatives leaking this gain nothing. Uh, Most conservative politicians refuse uh, to force through any anti-abortion laws because they believe that Roe versus Wade is uh, a set law, and it's not really a set law. It's it's a case. It's case law. Anyways, so I, the the right gains nothing out of this leaking. The left does. I think the court has been swayed before um, <clears throat> on rulings to kind of take a populist or kind of whatever the the general public is urging for. Ruling. I think that's what they were going for. There's, there's pretty some. Well, I mean, uh, another reason why I think that it could have came from the right, because I mean, if you, if anybody's been paying attention, there's been a lot of infighting. Uh, you got like people talking about like the rhinos, and then the actual uh, uh, Republican Party. So I mean, there it, it could be. It could also be like a sabotage or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I it it was just a thought that came into my mind. I figured I put it out there and see what people think about it. Yeah. No. But I would I lean towards it with somebody on the left. Uh, oh yeah, I, I'm sure that I'm just trying to keep a bit of an open mind about it. I mean uh, but let's see what this article is uh talking about cuz I mean this is the first that I've heard from uh a leak coming from the original row decision, but they're saying uh, right here. There were actually two row related leaks. There have indeed been leaks at the court before, albeit of a different scale. One of them 
actually was about the case at the heart of today's con- uh, conversation. In 1973, the original Roe decision was leaked to the press before the court had formally announced it. Jonathan Peters, a media law professor at the University of Georgia, noted in a Twitter thread that there were actually two Roe-related leaks in the 1970s. First, the Washington Post published a story about the court's internal deliberations, including a June 1972 memo from Justice William O. Douglas to his colleagues that was mysteriously leaked. Seven months later, Time Magazine published the final decision and vote details just hours before the court was due to announce it. The result of an early scoop and a delayed ruling. Okay, so... So, Zach, what do you think about uh, uh, leaks like this coming from the Supreme Court justice? I think it's a way to force their hand, make them choose, make them decide what they need to do. So kind of like on the intimidation uh, side? Yeah. Because yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, stall our feet the entire time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, and I got uh, this little video that we'll go ahead and play. Well, this one's just absolutely ridiculous. But like I said, there's been tons of protests that have been happening over this uh, leak, and that's why I do I do lean more heavily to that it did come from the left, and I think this is the sole purpose to get people out in the street protesting potentially rioting and trying to spark fear into the justices' minds and try to get them to uh, change their minds. But we'll go ahead and uh, watch this lovely video. Now, I think the uh, listeners should be happy that they are not actually having happening to see this because it is a woman and what looks to be some undersized leotard with a bunch of uh, baby dolls and she's saying that she's killing them is there supposed to be sound yeah no sound do you guys not have sound nope. no Ugh, I'm horrible at this. I swear I do this all the time. I don't. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Well, oh boy. I will try to pass. Oh, well, we will try this again. But it's your fault. There's still more to this. Uh, you you don't really need to hear what she was saying. I um, she was just pretty much saying that uh, she's killing the babies. She's trying to, because a lot of people yeah. on the left are trying to make the position like it's not actually a life. So they're trying to make fun of our, our belief that, you know, it's actually killing a baby. So. Yeah. I would say if you, if you paid attention at all to this, uh, this cause, you've probably seen this. This is out of New York city. I think in front of a Catholic church, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, um, some guys are out front, kind of pro, 
pro-life guys out there <clears throat> kind of counter-protesting the pro-abortion protesters. And this lady, and pretty graphic, and um, I would say monstrous fashion is making light of uh, the devastating effect abortion has on human life. Uh, I uh, we talked yeah, a little she definitely <laughs> before the show. Uh, this this level of extremism on the left is amazing. I I don't know that, and I'd always argue that <clears throat> uh, when you go left, you you're going to fear towards chaos. Uh, this kind of absurdity is quite appalling, uh, to be honest. And I think it's the end goal mm. of some of the leftist politicians. They want this chaos. They, they kind of thrive on it, right? Because their life is so chaotic and, and uh, behind the scenes. They want it to be spread throughout. And this is just, it's disturbing to watch. Uh, she needs help, clinical Spiritual. Yeah, the mental Astral. health crisis in America is is definitely definitely prevalent. But yeah, we'll uh, yeah. watch a little bit more. She she kind of gets a little bit more into it. But yeah. and you guys should be able to hear it this time. Hopefully, yeah, if I do this correctly, nothing's worse than just watching. Yeah, yeah. At least the listeners only have to hear it. We're we're not doing video today. Uh, we have started doing video, but we're having technical issues, so we're just going to be doing audio for this episode. But I will be posting everything on the website that you guys can go and uh, check out all of my lovely sources at a, not a, just coupleofhoosiers.com. So let's continue with this video. Not a bit of modesty. Because you're being obnoxious. And just. And if you can hear the background, they're saying, thank God for abortion. Yeah, thank God for abortion. There's a a common thread that I, I don't think is talked about too much. Uh, there's, and we, I talked about it the last time I was on here. Like we, we pretend there's neutrality, right? So I'm not going to worship God. I'm just going to be neutral. I'm just going to be a secular. There is worship all throughout. They're even singing their songs, right? They've got their own hymns. Thank God for abortion. Now, surely they're not saying thank God like the triune God of the Bible. They're not thanking Him for mm-hmm. abortion because I doubt they'd even affirm His, His existence. <clears throat> but they have their hymns, right? They've got their battle cries. Uh, they are worshiping self. And I think that's the root of mm-hmm. the cause or the thriving of the draw towards abortion. Is uh, well, I mean, honestly, uh, uh, the way that I look at it, they're they're pretty much just uh, mocking the whole thought of God by saying, like, thank God for abortion. Yeah. Um, it's – I don't like where I have this uh, video paused. <laughs> you guys aren't seeing it, but I got to see it, and it was just too much. <laughs> I, uh, I had to change that because that was just completely messing with my my whole train of thought. Just trying to throwing you off. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, I, I'm yeah, I'm I'm done with that video. Anyways, that video is just. I think it's that, you'll be it. That's part of their ploy, though, that, right? They're so obnoxious and so absurd to mess with. Like they they just wanted to deflate your ability to fight, right? 
because most conservatives don't fight, right? We're 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 risk averse. Mm-hmm. I think it's because we have a negative or we have a a poor eschatological view, right? We have a poor view of the end times. So we're risk averse. We're not going to fight the good fight. We're not going to stick into it because once it gets messy, man, conservatives bail left and right. We've seen that in our own state mm-hmm. house, right? Anytime it gets hard, oh, yeah. conservatives buckle. I was actually surprised they passed the uh, uh, the constitutional carry because I'll be honest with yeah. you, they caught a lot of heat. Uh, but yeah. Well, and a lot, a lot of thing, a lot of thing. I mean, it's it's a little, it is a little off topic, but I think the only reason why. Um, because really, like I, I kind of figured that it was going to pass in the Senate. Like I was reading a lot of stuff on it, and I, and I figured there was going to be a lot of people that uh, sway toward that way, especially with a lot of the talk about, uh, like I was saying earlier, like people have been calling out rhinos and all that yeah. stuff. So a lot of people are trying to save face, and um, the the biggest surprise for me was actually Holcomb actually coming through Damn. and signing it. But I think, I think because. Also, at the same time, you had that gender bill that was going to stop uh, yeah. boys from playing in girls' sports, and he didn't sign that one. And I think he was just trying to pick one because, you know, after he's done with being governor, he's still going to go into politics. I, I definitely see yeah. him being a career politician. So yeah. he's trying to save face and save his reputation. Yeah. He's got to go for the state house or for the, the federal level, kind of like Pennsylvania. Zach, what do you think about that? Uh, I don't know if you've seen that video, but do you have any thoughts on that that video? Which video? The one with the lady the outside one... of ripping the baby out of her leotard. I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> no. You've never seen that? Uh, it's quite disturbing. Yeah. Oh, oh, you should. I I could show you tons of videos. There's, that... uh, yeah. I they, I don't want yeah, I don't know. One of the uh, Supreme Court justices, one of the conservatives, I don't know if it was Alito or if it was Gors or uh, Kavanaugh, they uh, drew coat hangers all on the concrete, right? Uh, and the reason they did that was because part of the argumentation is if we don't have access to legal abortion, women are just going to go in the back alleyway and take a coat hanger and shove it into their uterus and scramble uh, the baby and kill it that way, right? And so you've got video, yeah. And so they draw coat hangers, yeah. right? Because that's their argument, right? If you don't let us have safe access to kill our babies, we're going to do it unsafely. I mean, the baby's still going to die. Don't get me wrong; like, they're still going to kill their babies. But this it's, way, they might it's die. still coming down to it's right. still coming down to their personal choice. It's, right. I mean, it's like how much is it worth to you? Yeah. I'm, but yeah, they're. Yep, yep, got the... Man, it's almost like I knew you had that pulled up. Yeah, and they're saying keep uh, abortion safe and legal, which uh, if anybody has been paying attention back in the 90s with like Bill Clinton, like the like the rhetoric was always uh, safe, legal, and rare, yeah. but they've dropped the rare, and it's just safe and legal. Yeah, which no. it's that slippery slope. And they've always, I've always been told, the slippery slope is a logical fallacy, right? So, like when they were arguing for a burger fell, right? So if I allow, I I remember having this conversation with one of my coworkers. I said, if you allow homosexual marriage, the next thing you have 
is just more absurdity. And I'm not kidding you. The minute homosexual marriage gets gets passed, you have all throughout all major networks, you have transgenderism front and center, right? And so now this is like the next absurdity, right? And so it's like it, the slippery slope is there, right? I want abortion mm-hmm. to be safe, right? And it's going to be never past the first trimester because we wouldn't do that. And now you've got governors. Well, I mean, and then you also got to think about it. If you if you actually admit that the baby inside the womb is actually a life, then it's not actually safe for the child. Right, and... yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. So the point is, like what they're saying is, is we want it to be safe for the mother, right? They never talk about mm-hmm. the baby, right? The baby, the baby's safety obviously doesn't matter because the baby's going to be killed. But they wanted it safe and legal and easy. Like they wanted the mother to have full care because uh, they cared about the mom. Now they're not going to talk about the uh, the depression, the the psychological effects of having abortion, the guilt, the shame that comes about not by like like the people that are crowd like like people that have had abortion, women have had abortion, right? Because only women can have abortion, like real women, you know. Um, Even though the rhetoric the rhetoric has been uh, men can yeah, yeah. you know get. Pregnant. Birthing and, people, I think is what they call it. This is Gary. They will get pregnant one day. Mark my words. What'd you say? Mrs. Garrison will get pregnant one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. Hey, they are they are actually uh, working on uh, artificial wombs uh, over in India right now because they couldn't get the uh, human experiments. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about it? So yeah, I you, I could go on a tangent on that. You want to talk about a waste of absolute um, research? And I know why they're doing it. like. And so this goes back to like, so why are they doing this, right? And so they'll always have a good cause. Like there's women out there. That want to have babies that can't because of infertility, right? And so they they try, they try, they try, but it, it'll get used, right? And so you'll have this guy that's like, no, I'm actually a woman, Mrs. Garrison, right? Now she's got an artificial womb, and they've got some guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is out there having babies. Now you know, a pregnant as can be, you know, the full beard, like just looking weird. Yeah, right? it's just gonna be abused by culture. Um, yeah. And- and that, that's what happens with, like, every single situation. Like, you were talking with the slippery slope yeah. uh, idea. It's, like, everything that happens. Like, they argued for so long that, oh, there's no slippery slope. There's no slip. There's always a slippery slope, yes. and it's getting slippier. Because yep. that's the way the Overton window works. As you go left, I think Elon Musk had shared a, uh, a tweet the, the other day, or it's been probably a couple weeks. He's, like, he's not really conservative, and he'll admit it. Like, he's not really conservative. Oh, yeah. He would just be a classical liberal. But because the left has gone so far left, like he's considered conservative, which in my mind is like and the Republicans have a terrible job of picking the wrong heroes, right? So we pick like Elon mm-hmm. Musk, who's not a conservative. Like he's our conservative no. hero. He's going to save free speech. No, he won't. Like, and, and I would even say that, like, like Trump, I mean, a lot of people think that he's conservative, but if you actually look into him, he he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's a moderate. He's, he's a moderate at best. Like, I think he went very conservative in his policy making just because he. Oh, definitely. He told people, and that gets back to like abortion. Like he told, uh, <clears throat> he told people when he ran for president, "I am going to select conservative justices for the sole purpose mm-hmm. of overturning Roe versus Wade." Like that was his campaign stuff. And so that's one of the reasons why I voted for him because I thought, well, I can't vote for Hillary Clinton. Um, I have my own quarrels about just about everything she's done in her entire career. Um, but I'm like, man, Donald Trump was a tough sell for me. 
But he said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in conservative justice. And he did. Overwhelmingly conservative. Yeah, honestly. Kavanaugh. Yeah, honestly, when I... Honestly, when I first heard that uh, Trump was running for president, I was like, you got to be kidding me. No way. Yeah, right. There's no way. And then I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to vote for him because it's hilarious. And then, like, I actually started listening to his campaigns, and I was like, you know what? And he he held true to what he was doing. I mean, but all right, let's get get, uh, back into this discussion. Yeah. I hear you. But uh a lot of people like I think like with like these um these protests and all that stuff, they don't actually understand what the overturning of Roe v. Wade is actually going to do. Right. I think that there's just gonna be an all all out ban nationwide, like you can't get an abortion. And I mean right. that's just absolutely not true. That's not even what what uh I mean, it, it it was the federal level. That's what uh, Roe v. Wade was. Ugh, Roe v. Wade was. Um, it was just uh, a weird translation of the the right of privacy uh, between the doctor and the woman right. for her to get an abortion. But uh, all of this is going to do is kick it back to the states and get rid of that federal overreach where states can decide what they're going to do in their states. Right. So right here I've got um, Indiana SB 309, which they set up because they've been talking about overturning Roe v. Wade uh, for a while. So this was set up. Let me see when. So, yeah, back January 12th, this was set up, and this pretty much um, says that the general the General Assembly shall convene in a initiated session to consider legislation to restrict abortion if either the following occurs. One, the Supreme Court of the United States overrules the central holding of Roe v. Wade, uh, Doe v. Bolton, or Planned Parenthood of southeastern Pennsylvania versus Casey, and clearly establishes that a state may prohibit abortion. Two, the Supreme Court of the United States affirms the 15-week abortion ban in Dobbs v. Jackson, Women's Health Organization. Or three, an amendment to the Constitution of the United States is adopted that in whole or part clearly establishes that a state may prohibit abortion. So that's that's pretty much uh, what's going on with Indiana. Um, I'm I'm not too sure whether or not they're going to do a complete ban. No, they but won't. they're uh, yeah. I, the trains are rolling. It is the train. The Trump train. <laughs> that's hilarious. Trump train. Oh, that was perfect. Um, I didn't even have to have a soundboard for that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't think, I, yeah, so the, what the Republicans did is they set themselves up a, they, well, they knew it was going to come to play, right? So the state of Indiana didn't have mm-hmm. the conservative cojones to enforce their own abortion ban, like Texas and I think Louisiana and Alabama and all these other conservative states, Arkansas, working on it, right? They didn't have, the, the state lawmakers here in the state of Indiana are weak men with terrible spines they couldn't stand up and say no we're going to ban abortion so what they did is they said (laughs) when these other states laws which had been challenged right go to the supreme court and if the supreme court sides in their favor then we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and ban abortion right Mm -hmm. because they're not leaders here in indiana we're not leaders the hoosiers do not lead the way we're going to follow 
quietly behind. And like I, far by. I honestly think. Uh, I, I honestly think up. the fact. <laughs> I honestly think Everyone that um, is allowed to smoke weed, but Indiana. Well, there's yeah. Yeah, everybody around us. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of mixed on my opinion on uh, that whole thing. Me and Brad kind of got into it in uh, one of the other episodes about it, but I don't know. But yeah, when you when you really look at like, um, like people's view on Indiana, like I, like we're hardly ever brought up because we're definitely one of those uh, flyover states. But a lot of people look at us as just being like a red state. But right. in my honest opinion, I would definitely say that we're purple, like, because it's we're, not yeah. clear. We're going to elect every single time the uh, the presidential election, we're going to put together at least one Republican senator, and we're always going to go for the Republican president. But every now and then we've had a mm-hmm. Democrat for a senator uh, here and there. But more often than not, yeah, Indiana. Indiana went blue in uh, 2008 for Obama. Yeah, yeah, they went blue there. They had Joe Donnelly in there, right? And so mm-hmm. I think we have enough of a state that is, like you said, purple, right? Uh, they're conservative mm-hmm. in some of the aspects, right? Yeah. Uh, we do have a surplus. I mean, you guys probably, um, <clears throat> you might have seen it, but we all got a $250 uh, return from our taxes because they've been yeah, a surplus because... We fiscal. I think we do a good job spending our money. We spend entirely too much money mm-hmm. on education, if you ask me, because you know the government shouldn't be involved in public education. But that's that's <laughs> another that's a whole other program. But yeah, the the state of Indiana is purple for all intents and purposes. Oh yeah, and so we're gonna they're gonna do if the if it sounds like Monday the Supreme Court's gonna release their actual uh, opinion. Um, overturning mm-hmm. Roe versus Wade, and when that does, I imagine the Republican majority in the state house, uh, the Senate or the uh, uh, the House of Representatives, is going to uh, release some sort of 15-week ban, right? So they'll allow abortion yeah. up the, the week of 15, which, or they might even do six weeks and. I, yeah, kind of similar to like what Texas did with the heart. Yeah, 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 and they'll do but that. I, I, I honestly don't see them doing like a a full outright no. ban of abortions. Like, there's definitely going to be states that are going to do that. Like, well, um, I think Oklahoma, Louisiana's trying right now. They're trying to pass it to the state house, and they're being lobbied. I was just telling my wife the uh, Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist uh, Convention, which is the largest uh christian denomination in the united states of america very conservative denomination is lobbying against the total abortion ban in the state of louisiana right they are spending money yeah to stop the state of louisiana from passing a total abortion ban these are supposed to be christian mm-hmm. right like and they're saying no you mm-hmm. cannot completely ban abortion that would be terrible there might be babies that are actually born. That would be, yeah i <laughs> Yeah, I, I really don't get the uh, people. Um, yeah, I I don't know what to say to that. That's that just blows my mind. Yeah, but. it's it's interesting. Um, and so we're seeing a lot of a lot of evangelical leaders. Um, they did that. So they did a whole evangelicals for Biden, which really backfired on us, right? 
right? So Christians were voting yeah. for Biden because they were tired of the mean tweets, and now we've got record high inflation, the highest gas price we've ever seen. Uh, baby formula can't hey, be hey, found hey. anywhere. Uh, we're just hey, hold down up. gas leaks in all these areas, so we're no longer allowed to drill for oil. I mean, granted, even Joe. Hey, hold, 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 hold the phone. What? Hold the phone. I was told that that was all Putin's fault. You're telling me it's Biden? Yeah, I, no. I, I'm not You're telling me that. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just telling you two years ago, gas was under $2, and there was baby formula on the shelves. That's all I'm saying. Right? Yeah, I just saw somebody I'm, on uh, I'm Twitter not casting were, blame talking on about him. My man, Joe. Grandpa Joe. Joe Joe. Poopy. Poopy Joe. Poopy Pants Joe, Joe Biden. All right, but uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, check out uh, this now. Um, we kind of we kind of went a little bit off, but uh, the last video that I had shown was um, protesters actually outside of uh, Supreme Court Justice's private residence, yeah, which Alito. is actually yeah, I, I believe it was Alito's, but it's actually like illegal. Yeah, it's a federal crime. It's literally so I a got, uh, Right here, U.S. Code 1507, 1507, picketing or parading. Whoever with the intent of interfering with, obstructing, or impeding the administration of justice or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, witness, or court officer in the discharge of his duty, pickets, or parades in or near a building, house, uh, court of justice, or in, in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, juror, witness, or court officer, or with such intent uses any sound truck or similar device or resorts to any other demonstration in or near any such building or residence shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than one year or both. Yeah, I think this is clear and obvious intimidation, um, complete picketing, parading, right? They're drawing signs or chanting. Um, I think they were all, I I don't have any video of it, but I think they were also outside of uh, Amy Coney Barrett's house too. They've been outside of all the conservative justices. I don't think they got out to, uh, my goodness, I can think of his name. He's really the hero of the day. What's the other one? Oh. Because it's not, it's not the one, it was, he was, he was put under Reagan. My goodness. Why can't I think of his name? There's yeah, Amy Coney Barrett. There's... Oh, this Schumer? What? Schumer? No, he's a... Schumer's not a justice. Ah, oh, man. Um, Alito, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Judge Judy. Oh, man. <laughs> You're killing me, Zach. Judge Judy. You know what? <laughs> she's conservative, but she's not on the Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas. Goodness gracious. Clarence, yeah. Oh, poor Clarence. Uh, Here I am just absolutely destroying him. So Clarence Thomas, right? I think he, he's a stud. He, uh, <laughs> They're picking outside of his house, and they got a picture of him and his wife holding up like a $2,000 bottle of wine. They're celebrating I would imagine, it might have been more than $2,000, but really expensive bottle of wine. I imagine they're celebrating mm-hmm. 
because they're getting ready to overturn Roe versus Wade, which has been kind of something mm-hmm. that uh, the conservatives have been trying to do, obviously, for a while. Uh, so they're outside oh, yeah. his house picketing and doing their whole hoopla. And he's like, you know what, me and the wife, we're going to have a nice bottle of wine. Celebrate. <laughs> oh, you got a lot of it. True man. Awesome. But yeah, like with it being, with it clearly being a an illegal crime, um, we had uh, Jen Psaki saying that uh, I don't I don't have the video up. I know there was a video of her saying that uh, the administration actually um, supports it or encourages it or something like that. It, yeah, it was something around those. Uh, around that premise like they weren't like condemning it or anything no. and yeah it's <clears throat> and so yeah she essentially said like they're just really spirited on their side right and so you've got yeah. people because it's been peaceful right it's been peaceful that's yeah okay so i i would i think it's despicable that it's even thought about right so uh, there are ways to have your voices heard and this goes back to i would say this goes back to why we have a absolute destruction in the moral fabric of the apps the way our government works anymore right it's because we no longer are representative and so the way that we should have voices is we should elect people that go into the state house or go into the federal building and they are the representative of us right Mm -hmm. Um, i'm not a big fan of this idea of protests and parades and all these things i don't think they serve any actual purpose other than saying, hey, we're all mad, and we're all on the same side, and so hear us roar. But that's not how... Yeah. That's not how... Yeah, like, I, I, I respect... Weather. I respect somebody's right to protest. I just... I don't know. I guess I guess it, it's a way to blow off steam, and I don't... I don't know. I You probably won't ever see me uh, chanting in a crowd, protesting, and holding up signs. I'm, I'm just... I got better things to do. I'm... Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll do this podcast and I'll talk about my opinions on it. But I mean, actually, like, I don't know. the The vote is more important, and hopefully, we'll we'll see how that uh, goes out. If you guys haven't uh, seen Two Thousand Mules yet, Danny, you still there? Okay, so I'll just I'll just uh, edit all that out, and we will uh, completely redo this uh, little on my part. Yeah, I do. Completely. What is wrong with you? <sighs> you try to do something good. You try to do something nice. Okay, but let's get back into this uh, video right here that I got of uh, our uh, one thirty second Cherokee senator. Oh yes, Elizabeth Warren. It it almost sounds like there's war drums in the background. Do you think somebody did that on purpose? I think that <laughs> that is culturally insensitive, and I will not stand for such a comment, Ricky. Goodness, I I would never do that. I'm completely I can, respectful I can of see all that cultures. From Brad, but from Ricky, no. Um, the screech, yeah. So uh, I heard someone say it's this is the last sound as the demons are being exorcised from the nation. <laughs> Just, ah! And uh, 
the person who chaired it said, breaking, Elizabeth Warren calls for insurrection on the Supreme Court. Yeah, it's amazing, right? So um, Republicans do, uh, I won't even call Republicans, uh, we'll call them patriots? Yeah, do their little insurrection there, uh, January 6th. Uh, fit of rain. Yeah, all those people walking through the uh, velvetted ropes. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> they had their little fit, right? You know, they had you had Buffalo mm-hmm. Man walking through uh, the, the Capitol. Uh, the QAnon shaman. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember whether you. <laughs> anyway, but, it's like ha- don't take away from people. <laughs> yeah, he's, the, the kids are Zach's having course. issues. Sorry. Yeah. But so, anyways. So the Republicans do it, and it's terrible, right? It's absolutely. Why would you even call for such a thing? That's actually why Donald Trump got banned from Twitter. Elizabeth Warren's mm-hmm. out there. All these liberals now are doing it like, hey, we need to, we need to fight back. Uh, the, the Lori Lightfoot, I don't know if you're going to share it. The mayor of Chicago said that if they can take abortion, they can take away LGBT rights. This is a time. This is a call. I for do arms. remember her saying that. Right? I, I so did, she's I essentially say. saying, like, we need to arm ourselves and get ready to fight back. If, if they take abortion, we're going to war. Like, that's essentially what she's like. A call to arms yeah. is a call to violent insurrection. They're allowed mm-hmm. to do this, right? And so this is something Republicans always have to remember. If you're conservative, you always have to remember it's what's good for the, or what's bad for you. Is, it, the goose, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander, right? So they can do whatever they want on the left. Rules for thee, but not for me. Thank you. I was absolutely failing in the, <laughs> the idiom there. But like, so they can do absolutely whatever they want, right? Um, with without impunity. Uh, but if the right tries to do the same thing because the right stands for the rule of law and actually has principles, they're going to call you out like, "Oh, you can't do that, right? You're not allowed to do that because you know you're you're supposed to be a Christian and you're like." And so, remember. They're not the arbiters of standard of law, right? God is. Mm. Not the left. Not yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Let her speak. Let her cry. She doesn't know what right and wrong is. <laughs> my uh, my favorite uh, protest that I've been seeing is uh, uh, the women going on a sex strike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on strike. No choice for me. No sex for him. Completely failing to understand what the conservative <laughs> your terms are like that's what we want yeah just stop if you're not willing to have the baby don't have the sex yeah um, i commented oh darn practicing abstinence we never wanted you to do that right uh i saw winky like, face they were taught they were uh there's people that are saying hey you know if they can if they can ban abortions we should force men to get um Vasectomies, because it's completely reversible. And someone put on there, or you could just make it illegal to have sex before you're married, right? Because abstinence <laughs> is free. Uh, it's like it's they, <clears throat> the they silliness. Do that. There's, there's they been so, sex um, illegal before marriage. There's, so there have been adultery laws on the books in America. We could bring them back. Um, it used to oh, be yeah. illegal. Uh, because we followed common law. And the reason it was illegal had, uh, one, we tried to uphold God's law, but it was more had to do with mm-hmm. you have the issue of uh, childbirth out of wedlock uh, before used to cause a lot of financial woes as far as like, well, who's going to support this, right? They didn't really have uh, the robust legislation they have now to support 
exist. Or even the safety nets, which I would argue aren't the best thing anyways. Um, mm -hmm. They kind of incentivize it, if you will. Oh. Right? Whatever you subsidize, you incentivize. But no, it's... It's laughable. It, it is laughable. The problem is, is they're not... They're serious, right? There, there's just a huge disconnect. I mean, it's obvious that, like, like just, just off of that picture, which I will post on the website, go to coupleofhoosiers.com, subscribe to the channel, uh, like, share, smash that like button, like, like, like. like. But, uh... But uh, just the fact that they're they're putting that out there and they're trying to make that statement, it, it just tells you how much of a disconnect there is between the right and the left. And I mean, um, I don't know if you guys have been hearing about it, but like for the past like year or so, there's been a lot of talk about like national divorce. Um, like they're talking about like just kind kind of pretty much uh, what. Uh, happened pre-civil war where the south was like seceding from the states they're just talking about like making two separate united states uh, yeah one red one blue and i i mean in a way i can see why they're saying that because like you were saying earlier with that uh elon musk post i mean the just just the line between right and left has just gone so yeah. it's there's just such a big divide between like what we're fighting for and yeah, but and I think we have, to, I've got to, I, yeah, go ahead to, to that point. I think there are two different visions of what America ought to be. Um, I think it was John Quincy Adams said that the constitution is, uh, uh essentially only fit for a morally outstanding people. Like it's, it's unfit for those that refuse to live by, uh, the, judeo-christian morals so like the idea of our forefathers was we are creating a nation um that understands the rule of law ought to follow god's standard right and mm -hmm. so all of our presuppositions are there is the god of the triune bible is the god of creation um that man is utterly wrecked um in nature and is woefully sinful Right, and that's why they had all these different um, <clears throat> checks and balances. Uh, that uh, mm -hmm. absolute power is corruptible. Like power is corruptible. It's again why we had um, um, checks and balances. Uh, we didn't. We understood the offices that were ordained by God had their correct role. And as we've gotten further and further away from that, which you, you look at right about the 1860s where you really see that fundamental breakdown of what we understood there, you're seeing two different avenues of what we see America ought be, right? And so uh, what I think the forefathers really stood for in the beginning is no longer the vision that the vast majority of Americans have for us today. And so a, no. a split isn't a terrible thing if it's done amicably. Yeah, because, I mean, there's, a, there's always going to be, like, the differing opinions, but it right. used to be to where, like, we could at least, like – find some like common ground but i mean now it's to the point where like the the plot is just lost i mean you got the i mean i think still on the right like because the big thing about like elon musk's uh tweet that he sent out is that um like he he was a centrist and like yeah. just i think it was like between i think he put like the dates on there like 2008 
like the yeah. left started moving further left and the right stayed there and he just started getting pulled more to the right of well what it was what's yeah. viewed as right wing and i mean that's that's literally what it is because i've gotten into several conversations with uh with people uh online um in person about this whole abortion issue and they they can't find common ground like there's there's a lot of states like um new jersey illinois uh colorado where they want abortion access completely all the way up to uh nine months and then you've even got some uh um senators and states trying to pass laws where after birth yeah. There's like a little grace period where if anything happens to the child, like there's like there's no questions asked. And yeah. it's just like that is just completely mind blowing to me. I yeah. cannot believe like people would I Yeah. It's I don't know. It's completely absurd. And I think like I think at times like I I, I, I don't want to like I, th- I I get a little uh, heated sometimes, and sometimes I'm just like, you know what? No, I don't want to share a country with these people, and I'm totally, perfectly fine with the idea yeah. of a national divorce. But at the same time, I realize like we have to look ahead further. Like if that actually happened, that would put the United States in a very vulnerable situation where we have a lot of people that would love to take advantage of this country and claim it as their own and yeah <sighs> yeah i think it's it's not going to be solved um yeah uh you know, one of the things i think a lot of you know, to the abortion issue is that i've seen people comment on it is like um and i i think they're right so this would be kind of the soft evangelicals is they don't necessarily want to see laws banning abortion, is they want to see people change their heart and minds about abortion. And I would agree with that to some extent. Like, I believe we have the right to petition our civil government to ban abortion, and I think we ought to. And in that process, we also ought to call people to the realization that what you're doing is a moral, is a moral wrong. Right. And so even if we make it illegal, that doesn't that doesn't. So not everything that is illegal is a sin, but not not everything is a sin ought to be illegal. But this is something like mm-hmm. if we could change the heart and minds. And so if, if the vast majority of Americans were pro-life. Right. And like they, they stood up and they said, you know what? Abortion doesn't sit right with me because I know that's a human being in the womb. And so I'm going to stand up against that. Right. And not stand up against that because I want the Republicans to win, but stand up against that because I want babies to be born and i want to give these children the best chance at life right and granted some kids aren't going to have have a good life even after they're born but Mm -hmm. that that shouldn't be a cause to say well it's probably better that we just you know we end their life before they even have to deal with the the hardness of it right yeah that that's that's a uh big argument like that i i can't stand when people take it's like well you know, the child might grow up being poor. I mean, we grew up, I mean, I would say pretty poor, and, I mean, we still came out Yeah. somewhat. Right. I, like, I, I think I'm somewhat okay. I the, mean, lot, the logic that of that is person. <laughs> if, if a kid's poor, like, it, so what? where do you stop that, right? So the kid's going to right. grow up poor. So, like, 
we stop it at nine months, right? So we're not gonna we're gonna we're gonna be able to kill this baby at nine months. Why nine months? So after they're born and they're still poor, like why not six months after they're born? Or what about a year after they're born? Like why not why not why doesn't the parent have the right to kill a two year old toddler if the kids can grow up poor, right? They're gonna have a terrible life. Like hey, maybe the parent has the right to make like that I- decision. So I've got a uh, prenatal development chart up here right now, which is uh, probably one of the more detailed ones that I've seen. And uh, I've seen this used, uh, like, when people are talking to people on the street, like, well, who say that they're, like, at least pro-choice in a sense, but they can't even... Like, people don't even want to look at this chart and say, like, okay, well... Where's your cutoff line? Like where, what is too far? Like, I mean, just looking at 35, 39 weeks, 40 weeks, like I, I, it really blows my mind that someone could say that 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 is okay to abort. Like, I, I really don't understand these extreme laws. Like I, I can understand like people like maybe around six to 10 weeks. I mean, but then you got to then you got to ask the question, well, what happens from 10 weeks to 11 weeks? What happens from 11 weeks to 12 weeks? What changes? Like the only, the the only definitive argument that can be like upheld is that life begins at conception. I mean, there's a completely new strand of DNA that is created that determines, you know, how tall the child's going to be, what color hair the child's going to have, like, what color eyes the child will yeah. have. And I think that's why you've seen the left evolve into um, abortion up to birth because you can't, like, it's hard, it's a very hard argument to say at what point during the gestational period does that baby uh, come to turn from a clump of cells to a life that has value? Right? At what point? Is it 10 mm-hmm. weeks? Um, is it 12 weeks? At what point? And so the left says, you know what, you're right not until they're born and then even after they're born like maybe a couple hours after they're born before we really make that decision right because they can't right they can't make that decision how what standard do you use uh, to make Mm -hmm. this decision and i would say the fact that you have once that sperm fertilizes that egg that egg implants into the um, uterus you already have a completely separate dna and therefore Mm -hmm. forward that will continue to progress with very little effort from the mother <laughs> into a fully formed human being, right? Yeah. Um, and you have babies being born at 20 weeks that survive, 22 weeks that survive. Yeah. It used to be thought if you had a baby before 32 weeks, like that's going to be tough. Uh, but now we're yeah, because like kids. the whole thing with like, like Roe v. Had a baby at 32 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, I mean, that's why that's why I can't get along. Yeah, probably doing good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, that's that's what I don't get. Like a lot of people, uh, like calling for like abortion like so late in term. It's like there's no need for the abortion at that point because we have like all these medical advances where you could take the baby out and the baby can survive. Like the baby can survive. Like what's the what's the use? Like, yeah. why do you need to kill the baby? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. You don't want the baby, so put it up for adoption at this point. And, and, I, I, would and say, I mean, if you're getting that, if you're getting that far along and you suddenly like, cause a lot of people say that like, it doesn't happen at, at that late, 
late stage. It happens like a lot. I think it's around like 10,000 a year in America of late term abortions. And like, I've seen videos of people that have like taken cameras and audio like secretly into like abortion clinics. Right, and yeah. like, uh, like I think, uh, there was, uh, if you guys know Steven Crowder, yeah. uh, I think it was like two, three years ago, they went into a uh, Colorado abortion clinic. Uh, they had a lady go in there and she had, uh, a hidden camera and all that. stuff. <laughs> she was talking to a woman that was, like eight months along and she was just saying, you know, well, I already have two kids and yeah. like, we've just got a lot going on right now. I mean, I don't know, but I got another video of a uh, reaction to uh, the Roe v. Wade. Potential. Share. Kind of some, yeah, the, the potential, the alleged decision of the uh, Supreme court, but, uh, two of my favorite people on the internet, uh, the Young Turks, they're no, always fun to listen to. But we're gonna go ahead and uh, listen to them. She had a bit of a bit of a meltdown, so we're gonna watch this. We don't even have paid family leave. We don't even have affordable childcare in this freaking country. Okay, and the people who fight against those kinds of laws are Republicans. And yet, what do you want? Answer the question. Journalists, ask them the question. Ask them. Ask them. I think, I, isn't it amazing? I th- ask them. I think this is, God. I don't know if I this goes. I think this is uh, honestly. Uh, yeah, I just continues going good, on like a that. Good, but... She's making a great point. And, and the reason. No, she is. I, I, I think she's making a great point is because we don't understand. Uh, whose job that is right and so we we see this problem like uh i keep seeing it pop up like there's there are there is child care shortages right and so Mm -hmm. this classically was not an issue because it never was an issue that a child wouldn't have someone to look after them right because the job was Mm -hmm. the families the family was going to find someone to take care of that kid and it wasn't going to be outsourced and not to like say like, hey, like in my situation, my wife stays at home, with my kids, and obviously that can't be mm-hmm. every situation. No, but we have had a breakdown of the social community in a sense that we no longer have um, nearby communities able to take care of the situations. Like you don't have churches being able to have nurseries that can take care of the situations as well, right? And and, and the answer is, and I saw this. The answer is, well, the government has to do it. But that's not the government's job. The last no. thing we need to do is give the government the authority to run something they ought not have the authority to run, right? And what it boils mm-hmm. down to is we refuse to sacrifice to take care of our own community, our own families uh, for this situation, right? And so a lot of this boils down to is like, she's like, if I get pregnant, I have to pause my career, Right, but what's mm-hmm. your mission in life, right? I, I would argue that women are designed, and I'm ultra-patriarchal, right? I, I, I think there's nothing good that's come from feminism. Um, the only good that's come from feminism is uh, because God draws straight with crooked lines, right? Um, women are designed by God to have and raise children um, mm-hmm. for 
the repopulation of the world, right? So that is mm-hmm. one of their main functions. I think men's main function is to provide and protect and sustain that role for the wife. I think the most important person in the whole relationship is the woman, right? Because mm-hmm. she has such a vital role in this, right? Oh, like, yeah. She can grow a human inside of her. She can feed that human with her own body. She can do all this stuff, right? And But what we've said is the only way a woman can have worth is if she works outside her home, right? And because for some reason, mm-hmm. motherhood and raising children has had this like, oh, I'm just a housewife. Like, I just raised my kids at home. Are you kidding me? Right? Like, that, what we do yeah, is that, it's... we cast our kids off to daycare. And then once they're ready to go to elementary school, we send them off to kindergarten. And so all throughout their life, they're raised by somebody other than their parents, except for a company. Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why. And then you kids- have the, yeah. And then you have the situation that uh, a lot of people are getting, uh, having a problem with now, like what's going on in the education system. I mean, yeah. like we've set up this system where we send our, send our kids to go pretty yeah. much be educated and raised by complete strangers that we have no idea. And right. then we're surprised when like, they're teaching them something that we don't okay. like. I mean, I don't agree with that. Well, that's not your, that's not your point. Like this is not your job to, to educate the children. That's my job. Right. Cause I'm the public educator. Right. And so we've completely given up our role as parents to raise our kids to the point where like when someone thinks about having a kid, they're like, well, how am I supposed to raise them? What do you mean? How are you supposed to? Well, raise then it, but then it all comes back to like, general... our... go ahead. Sorry. I can. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, we've lost that like that like sense of um, like our our initial uh, thing. How we were saying like with the sex strike. I mean that like people need to take a little bit of responsibility in their life. Like if you're not ready to have kids, probably don't do the action that makes kids. I mean, yeah, or right. at least like try to. I mean, I know, no. I know. I don't know. I think abortion is wrong. Yeah, there it goes, Eric. Hey, but yeah. oh, hey, hey, go ahead. Have an abortion, she might as well have an abortion because that child's not gonna have a good life anyway. Well, so, yeah, like I said, my, there's only three things that can happen. One being they have the they have the baby and they're mad, and then mm-hmm. they don't have the baby, they're mad, and they have the baby and they're happy. So yeah, yeah, one out of third chances of being happy. Yeah, well, I think we, yeah. Well, I, I mean, again, that that all comes back down. I mean, we, this our society today has become so overly sexualized, where like people like their literal excuse, like you talk about abstinence to people, and they're like, "That's impossible." You mean I'm not supposed I to can't go do out that. every weekend and party and try to get you know a couple of. You're right. I mean, so women are just going to have abortions. If they want to have abortions. We're not going to stop them. But and that's where I got. I mean, it's like it's the mediation. same thought of like our like um like saying that drugs are illegal, murders illegal. Like I mean, yeah, we got laws in them, but it still happens. I mean, obviously nothing's perfect, but I mean, just because it's going to happen, but if it's if if it's not morally correct, do we still just allow it? Yeah. But I think what we need to do is. If we need to leg- I would argue that we need to legislate to ban abortion and at the same time lock and step. But I think Christians are doing this. We need to rebuild our communities, right? We need to see that if we want women to be able to 
raise their kids, if we want to take care of these child care issues, like some women have to work, right? Um, mm-hmm. So we need to, as conservatives, as Christians, we have to be setting up societies not mm-hmm. run by the government, right? Communities not run by the government, not taking federal money. We need to be setting up these schools. We need to be setting up these daycares. We need to be setting up all these organizations that take care of them. I think we do. We just need to keep doing that, right? So in the just in Elkhart, mm-hmm. in the Elkhart area, we have, uh, we already have, oh, wow, I completely forgot their name. We have a uh, pregnancy crisis center, right? And so women mm-hmm. that find themselves in a situation where they're pregnant, um, they did not plan on being pregnant. They have no resource to get the things they need, right? They don't have the money for cribs. They don't have the money uh, for all this stuff, right? There needs to be that stop. Uh, there needs to be that net. But that net doesn't mm-hmm. come from the government. It comes from the community, right? It comes yeah. from people in the same county, not from somebody in Washington saying, hey, this is how we're going to take care of this, right? Because there's such a disconnect there, even from from Indianapolis. Like, Indianapolis has no idea what's going on up in Elkhart County. And so there's no reason we should rely on, this, on the state house to set standards for how we care for women or families in these situations. Right, so set up, right. set up the safety nets for people that come into this situation, and they continue to fight to make it illegal, right? And so these women, like, hey, I don't want that. Like, I've got good friends that they've had, they've adopted three beautiful children because they can't have kids. All of those mm-hmm. kids were situations where the mother knew um, they didn't want to have these kids. Instead of that mother choosing abortion, the mother chose adoption in all three cases. Mm-hmm. One of the cases, it was like at the third trimester, right? She, the the father was going to be a part of the baby's life, um, but at the last second, he decided he wanted nothing to do with him. Again, shame on the dad. Like dads need to do better. Shame That's on terrible. the dad. Shame, shame, shame. Right? You know, tis tis tis. Dads need to do better. Uh, but he decides Definitely. he wants to be a bum and splits. And she's like, "Well, I can't raise this kid like this. I can't do it." And so she she calls this agency. The agency already has people lined up that are ready to adopt. Right. And boom, that now mm-hmm. they have they've adopted. Now, I would say adoption prices are ridiculously too expensive. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, if you like, like, because that, that's another argument that they say, well, I mean, where there's all these kids that are in adoption. Why aren't you adopting kids? And I mean, if you really like look into like adoption and all that stuff, there's like so much bureaucracy in there yeah. that just makes the makes the process. And I mean, it, it, it also comes down to like. Like I said, self responsibility. Like I yeah. mean, just because I'm against it doesn't need to doesn't mean that I need to be taken on everybody's responsibility that like I didn't choose choose to have. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. But okay, uh, what did I? What else did I have? Oh, so um, I don't know if you guys. Uh, I uh, have listened to the last few episodes. We were kind of talking about like the Great Reset and like um, um, globalists wanting to take over the world, and they've got a bunch of these ideas. But a, a big thing that they uh, they talk about is like um, population control, and like there's a, like like usually when you hear a lot of these uh, people talking about the population control, there's a lot of um, connections to uh, birth control, abortion rights, like. So, and people say that there's not a close connection to that, but I got this uh, thing with PubMed.gov. Okay, so role of abortion and control of global population growth. Now, this was written by, 
I don't really know if that's the first name or last name, but Mumford E. Kessel. I believe that would be the last name is Mumford, but this was uh, written back in 1986 <coughs> by, what is this? I know if I, okay, Clinics of Obstre, that's a word. Okay, but I'll share it on the website. You can look it up if you know how to read. Obviously, I don't. But if you go ahead and like look through this, um, he was pretty much saying, okay, down here, population control is an important but neglected social benefit of abortion. To examine this role, the authors compared population growth rates in abortion, legal and illegal incident rates for the 116 largest countries in the world. These 116 countries were first ranked by their abortion rates into four groups, very high, greater than 500, 1,000 live births, high 201 to 500 uh, to 1,000, moderate 50, oh, out of 1,000. But you get the picture. I mean, they, they had like uh, the very high abortion rates to the low. Then each of these four groups was ranked according to contraceptive Prevalence, pretty much the same thing, very high to low. Within each of the 16 groups, the countries were then ranked according to their population growth rate. The age distribution and mortality of children under five years of age were also considered for each country. The data indicates that... I'm going to mute you because you're being loud. <laughs> the data indicates that where abortion and contraceptive prevalence rates were are at the highest and populations are the oldest, growth rates tend to be the lowest. As contraceptive prevalence decreases, the growth the growth rate increases. So I mean pretty much is going on with that. Um but so Yeah, and so they see this as a so if we increase, but it's it's definitely because like I was saying, like if you look into like anybody like Bill Gates, I mean he's he's a big uh, component of mm -hmm. like uh, reproductive rights, and you know he's got he's got this chip that he wants to put in people uh, to as a birth control mechanism, yeah. which. I will say this. This is something. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be the first person to say it that uh, don't put chips in your body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless they're potato chips because those are yummy. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> potato chips. But if you have heart issues, hold off the potato chips. Not good for you in the long run. Uh, but I, I, so like, and this goes back to like, what's your worldview, right? And so like, if you hold to a Christian mm -hmm. worldview, you would see uh, that God being sovereignly in control opens and closes the womb. So only under his sovereign rule do women get pregnant. And why would God create a situation where the world would be overrun? I think it's one of the big mm -hmm. lies we buy from the secularists is that we're overpopulated. We're not overpopulated. Yeah, no. Um, I think the resources are plenty. There are still vast open lands uh, for people to inhabit and build communities and build cities and thrive yeah. and grow all throughout the world. Yeah, most of the people that are saying that uh, we're, uh, yeah, most of the people that are saying that we're overpopulated are living in uh, 
big dense cities where yeah. like they're constantly running into people and they're like, Oh, there's too many. Cause I mean, even where I live, I mean, there's, we're not like that heavily populated, but even sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's so many people. I hate yeah. Yeah. Stay in that. Yeah. Too many yeah. People. But I would look at it this way. Like, so you are you trying down, to like, dox me? We have so many, <laughs> we have so many, you can't tell him where he lives. Uh, so we have so many people, but yet we have no jobs, right? Or we have no people to work the jobs that are available. So obviously there's a lot of people out there, but there's still a need for more people to be there, right? And so I, this is my fundamental understanding is that if God allows the population to continue to grow at an exponential rate, he will continue to provide, right? It's one of the big lies that communists puts out, right? Is that the resources in, a, in the world are a pie. And if one person has a bigger slice of the pie, that means you get a smaller slice of the pie. But they don't take into account that the pie might get bigger, right? Like we don't mm-hmm. control, like who controls mm-hmm. the pie, the size of the pie, but God. And so just because right. you, there's not a limited amount of resources. Like this is a big lie that people like, it, it, it helps people get rich when we, when we sell this, right? This is why uh, the conservatives say, buy gold, the gold standard, dump all your stocks right now and buy all the gold you can because, you know, the dollar is going <laughs> to deflate. And the only thing that's going to keep you solvent is to buy gold. Do it now. You know. Also, also buy our books. Yeah, also buy our books. Right? <laughs> right? Because we'll tell you how to survive by buying gold and our books at the same time. Hey, back to you, Glenn Beck. <laughs> but, you know, like, and so we set this We set this up. It's like, hey, we need to kill off all these kids because we're overpopulated. Well, by what standard, right? How do we know how many people is too many people for this world? Right, is ten billion mm-hmm. too many? I don't know. Is twenty billion too billion? I don't know. I, I no, we got to get this down. Like the only way we'll survive is if we're under a hundred million people. Like, we we don't know mm-hmm. how many is too many for this world, and so to say, we're and we're honestly, only, yeah, honestly, when you look at it, uh, I can't remember what I was watching. I was watching this uh, documentary a couple months ago, and they were kind of going into like um, what China's going through right now because they they had their little um, uh, population control thing that w- that's turning out absolutely horrible for them yeah, right. because there's actually like because uh, w- what was it like they only they only wanted to reproduce uh, boys or whatever yeah and so if you had a girl so like you were only allowed to have one child if you had a girl or something like that. it was the one child rule and so mm-hmm. it was so you had it was the one child rule and most people wanted to have boys to carry on their name. And so if they had a girl, mm-hmm. a lot of times either they'd kill the girl or they'd send the girl off to live off as like a sex slave somewhere or uh, they'd try to hide the girl. That way they could have a son because they need to have a son mm-hmm. to carry on the name. Yeah, communism Which, is bad. Yeah. But, uh, but <laughs> the, the problem that they're running into now is that there's like um, – a disproportionate amount of uh, young men compared to young women. And there's all these men that just aren't going to be able to get into relationships. Like, I think they say like, if they're not married by uh, age 30, that they're never going to, they're never going to find a wife. Yeah. And it's one of the great, like, like who didn't see that coming? Like who didn't sit back and say, well, if we all have boys, (laughs) our boys want to have girls to have boys with. Ooh, we failed ourselves. Like, who should? Have, how about this? Uh, two baby rule. <laughs> one boy, one girl for each. Like, like, like two baby rule. I, I really think 
that was incredibly culturally insensitive. How uh, dare honestly, you. I think if you like look at, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I like it. But uh, obviously, like if you look back, I think uh, what their plan was: uh, if we have uh, more more boys, uh, that's going to lead to uh, stronger armies because yeah. we got some plans in the futures that. Uh... Yeah, but but what creates strong armies, right? They have to have the right mission, right? Because like we don't fight; we're not fighting what's ahead of us. We're fighting for what's behind us, uh, right? And so mm-hmm. when men go to war, they don't go to war because they want to. You know, the Vikings did it, right? The Vikings just wanted to plunder. The Vikings are no more, right? People yeah, that no. fight for what's behind Even us. Even though they were kind of cool for uh, godless heathens, they 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 were still godless heathens. Yeah, um, the the Christians converted. They were still pretty cool, though. I mean, you gotta you gotta um, admire their enthusiasm. They were enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I you know it's. I think we ought to probably get to the end of this. I think we've been probably going. For yeah, it. I got. Yeah, we we've been going for a while. I was just so uh, Zach's looking tired. Uh, He's yeah. looking like I don't know why you guys called me in to do this. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I don't yeah, like this banter. Hey, you got your views in there. I got I it. enjoy it. Well, uh, eventually, uh, what my plan is, I think I've showed you guys both uh, the table design that I want to build. <coughs> but I I think it would be like really cool if like all four of us could just be like in the same room. I, like I I don't really like doing um, the, the podcast over yeah the Zoom. Well, I'm using uh, Riverside right now because yes, they've got uh, more features that I can use. Yeah, don't be don't be talk about Zoom. They're Zoom. they're nothing compared to Riverside. Zoom's garbage. Go, Go like to Riverside. Yeah, Riverside. I'm not supported, but you guys can uh, sponsor me if you want to. Riverside, you guys yeah. can uh, throw me a sponsor. I'm sure but, uh, that's yeah. what we can do. <laughs> hey, Carl, but uh, I want to. I want to end it on uh, one more thing. Um, you know what? No, I'm just. I'm not. We're we're just gonna have it. We're just gonna go ahead and uh, close this out. Uh, it's nothing important. I think we've gotten a lot of good uh, information into here. So, um, real opinions. quick. Uh, Real quick, if you're listening, uh, you can find us a couple of Hoosiers podcasts on Spotify, Castbox, and Google Podcast. Uh, we're still working on getting on Apple, so if uh, that's where you like to listen, sorry, unfortunately, we're not there yet. Uh, send some emails Brad's way; he's supposed to be taking control of that. But um, another way that you can listen is going on to our website that I've mentioned only a couple times in this episode, but a couple of Hoosiers.com. You can go there and go to couple of Hoosiers. And I've got on dot com, but I've got a subscribe, subscribe buttons on all of them. You can put your email in there and subscribe to the website. And then anything that I post onto the website, you will get straight to your email. You're all right, buddy. It it will help you keep up to date. (laughs) Ah, see, if you abort your kids, you won't enjoy uh, the fun experiences like oh, that. Oh. Good father. Good father. Okay, but uh, yeah, get it back to it. Um, Yeah, so go to the website. Subscribe to the website. You can get all the posts sent straight to your email. That way you can keep up to date. I've also got all the blogs that I write for each episode on there that you can read and check out all the links and uh, videos that I include in 
in the episodes. You can check that all out. I've also got all of the episodes on the website. So if you don't want to deal with like Spotify or anything like that, you can listen to all the episodes straight from the website. You can also watch. We're going to be starting to do video. We've already got a couple that are on YouTube and Rumble. All you got to do is search for a couple of Hoosiers podcasts and you will find us and you can watch us. Uh, This is not going to be on video as you guys can already tell that you are listening to it and not watching it. But yeah. Zach, what's your closing statements? Abortion is wrong. But the government can't tell you these things. I think I lost you guys again. Fuck the government. They can't tell me. I like your mindset on that. I like your mindset on that. It's kind of towards libertarianism, but is still liberal. So I'm going to say goodbye, everybody. Danny, do you have any closing words? Hey. Absolutely. You guys all take it easy. We will see you again next week. Bye. Bye.